Good evening. Today is Monday, August 22nd, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is a vision for you, and our speaker tonight is Emily D. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Emily D. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Oh, so many other things, but yeah, that's what we're here for uh, tonight uh, in Chicago. And um, I have been in the rooms, I've been alive 43 years. Um, I've been in the rooms for uh, 10 of those years, and I've been abstinent for two of those years. And, you know, I've, I've gone through seasons in my recovery uh, journey where I'm like, you know, the day count and the year count and the anniversaries matter. And then I sometimes go through seasons where I'm like, you guys, this is a one day at a time program, you know, like, so lest you think uh, I have got it all together. I know you don't um, because you come to CYOC. This meeting is, you know, if I had to just sort of like the community of OA, but this meeting in particular, I just feel like is, um, you know, has such radical authenticity. It talks about, of course, in a vision for you, the fellowship we crave. And I just, I crave the fellowship with all of you. I mean, most of you have talked to you on the phone with, and if I haven't, I bet we do after tonight, you know, all my sponsees are here except one, which I didn't know, which is pretty great. Hi, everybody. And like people I have sponsored before. And, you know, like sometimes you don't have the same sponsor forever. It says in a vision for you, right? Like we're constantly thinking of how we present this discovery we've made, that there's another way, because I didn't even know that, to the newcomer. So, you know, I'm I'm someone who changes therapists every once in a while, you know, sponsees come and go, but the love is um the love is real. And I don't have a monopoly on anything that I have today, which is great because if I did, I'd be rich. Um and maybe I'll get rich in another way. That'd be great. So uh, I'm really excited to be here tonight and to, you know, kind of share my experience. And of course, re reference the big book. You know, my relationship with the big book is like my relationship with day counts and anniversaries. It's like, sometimes I'm like, wow, this feels like it was written a hundred years ago and I don't relate to it and I don't like it and I don't want to read it. And sometimes I open it and I'm like, boom, there it is. Um, and I'll tell you part of my journey the past, probably what month is it? August, the past eight months has been, um, I needed, I think, to come into the, to OA again, two years ago at the height of the pandemic, you know, standing at the crossroads of like, uh, I could go insane or I can go to OA. OA was the only way I knew how to get to a community that loved me no matter what. It just so happens I'm a compulsive overeater and I'm grateful for that because were it not for that, I would not know what love is today. Like I feel like OA, this is no small statement, but it's like has taught me how to love. Um, has taught me how to love myself. I was out for lunch today with someone uh, and we were just having this conversation about how, how it's changed how we talk to ourselves. You know, someone once said in these rooms uh, that you can't hate yourself into a version of yourself that you love. And I'm living proof of that. So when I came in two years ago, now it's been, gosh, it's been like two and a half years now and got abstinent in this way that I am now, 
Um, and you know, I'm, I'm a really imperfect compulsive overeater. And that to me is like, I'm really proud of that. (laughs) And what does that mean? It doesn't mean that my abstinence isn't clear. My abstinence is no sugar, no flour. Got it. Okay. But as far as like what I do every morning, when my sponsee is on here, we were laughing. We laugh a lot, um, which I love, you know, we were laughing how she has seven daily readers that she reads every morning. And we laugh because it's like, well, you can't not read seven because what if you miss something, you know? And I'm like, God, I totally get it. But the way that that looks uh, for me today, you know, is I find my conscious contact through living the principles in my life. You know, it occurred to me, like when I came in this last time, I worked the big book. I worked it intensely with a sponsor. I went to meetings every day. I was so, you know, we're here because we're desperate. And so we're willing to do anything. And then it's not that I'm any less desperate now. I just have such a deep relationship with God that when things are shitty, I'm like, well, I guess this is part of the plan versus I'm a bad girl. I really fucked something up here, you know? And I think like that is the real experience for me is like developing that conscious contact, that personal contact. So when we talk about a vision for you, you know, I am happy in my release. But those of you who know me know I wasn't four months ago. I was also 12 pounds lighter four months ago. Now, I can, I bring up, you know, weight and body size in part because I think like, I was really convinced that if I looked the best I'd ever looked, and and I'm I'm not ashamed to admit this, that I would feel the best I've ever felt. And I thought looking the best I ever looked meant being the thinnest I'd ever been. And it just so happened that my experience is the thinnest I've ever been was also the most depressed I'd ever been. So those of you who've heard part of my story, you know that I live with mental illness, I talk about it very openly. Um, I've been suicidal as recently as four months ago. Um, I've been to treatment for anxiety and depression as a recovered woman. How did I not eat through that? Like that I'm alive is proof that God exists. Because if I were going to pick up bags and boxes, it sure as shit was going to be when I was like, you know, life, I think it'd be better not to be living. So I believe in God, like there's just no other explanation. Um, But the only way that I get to God is through working with other people. And I'm also a believer in, um, you know, that doesn't just mean sponsoring, you know, Um, I know a couple of you because you've reached out to me recently are on the verge of sponsoring, which is like, oof, oof, such a great fun time. You know, and uh, like there's there's this question that comes up a lot of like, how do I do it? (laughs) And I used to have because someone just asked me for this, like an email that I sent to people like this is how I do it. And I'm still going to send this person who's on this meeting that email because I still think it's good. But if my sponsees had anything to say today about how I sponsor, (laughs) I don't know what they would say, Um, but God love them because they've stuck with me, even though I've been like, can we change our call time? I can't do this. I now live, by the way, um, uh, in a a new house. It's not new. It's very old, but new to me with um, a partner who I broke up with when I was suicidal. We've gotten back together. Love of my life. Thank God. 
and his eight-year-old daughter most of the time. So like uh, morning calls at exactly the same time are not like happening anymore, you know? So if I had to name my God, like this vision for us, right? My God is now grace, you know, this ability to talk to myself in such a way that's like, am I a piece of shit? I don't think so. Like, I think I'm doing okay. You know, it's not perfect. What that looks like with the food for me means, you know, I was traveling for six weeks almost for work. It was, it was insane. Uh, not something I'd like to repeat. Am I weighing and measuring at restaurants? I can't. That's not freedom for me, right? So here's the hard part for all of us is we have to decide. Your sponsor can't tell you. I can't tell you what to do. My favorite thing in this season of like working with others and, you know, being in this place of, of, you know, visiting with people. I just got back from a retreat with a fellow that I met in the rooms. You know, the thing that I say most often, probably not, but anyway, I think it often is, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, people will ask me like, you know, should I avoid eating pineapple? Like as an example, and I'm like, I don't know, try it. I don't know. Because for me, I, I really feel like it's the thing that gives the things that I eat or don't eat ought give me freedom. It shouldn't feel like discipline, like rules, like, um, what do I want to say? Uh, what's another word for this? Um, yeah, rigidity, because I will break that thing's back. I just can't handle it for me, for me. So the way that I work this program now uh, and that I'm involved in the rooms has evolved from even how my sponsor sponsors me, which was terrifying, terrifying to diverge from the way to my way. Um, and I only got there, um, and I feel like I should be referencing the text more. Um, I only got there because I was working with other people, you know, and I started to really part of why I was suicidal earlier this year is I wasn't working an authentic to God, authentic to me way of living. You know, that's nobody's fault. I mean, but I will tell you the price of not having that conscious contact for yourself, who cares? Like if you get to it through tarot and the big book and 12-step meetings and going for walks, if you can't sit and meditate and instead you just have to walk and meditate, great. Um, There's no right way to do any of this. But the thing that we have to be clear about is what's going to kill us. And, you know, there's still times where I think like, am I, could I have, you know, like, because I like to mess around with things that are working. Can anyone else relate to that? Um, yeah, it says, you know, uh, that we laugh at our misfortunes and we understand our misfortunes. You know, there's everything that I was talking to uh, someone earlier today. You're going to hear me say that a lot. If anyone's struggling with like talking to people, um, you know, do the best you can. Just don't not do it, you know. I'm not, and I don't disparage this at all. I don't have like a quota. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, probably I owe some of you a call. You know, I do the best that I can to get back to people. I also know I don't have a monopoly on this. So if you don't get me, you're going to get someone else. You know, there's 45 other people that have a conduit to helping all of us kind of come back to, you know, right? Like working through this stuff, resentments, jealousies, envy, Um, And the most important thing, I think, is just not to be alone, 
in it, you know, and to be honest about it. Um, but my my way of of kind of of being with this book um, is it's become one of several, and um, the way that I've come to know God is vast, and that's because you know I'm abstinent. <laughs> it's because I was telling my sponsor this morning, Facetimed her from I don't know where she is. She's traveling the world. I think she's in London right now. Um, and I said to her, you know. I've been um, spending time with um, the the kid that I live with. And, uh, you know, I'm someone, again, 43, I've been married, um, but I never wanted kids. I never wanted to be a mom. Um, and I'm not a mom. I am now someone who gets to be a woman in a young girl's life um, and hopefully bring some fun and joy into her life and some leadership. Uh, but I was telling my sponsor, I was like, there's no way in hell, no way in hell that I would be living with the love of my life, making him dinner, making me dinner and taking Scout, you know, uh, out on a walk and like clipping flowers and bringing them back. I mean, how do I know how to do this? How do I have patience and capacity to do any of this stuff when before, right, when I was in the food man, I didn't have access to being of service to anybody other than on my own terms. I canceled plans all the time. You know, I was motivated by, you know, what can, what can you do for me? And I was terrified of what you were going to take from me and what I wasn't going to get. And now I'm kind of like, wow, you know, it's kind of fun to like be around a kid and be with kids, like, and be a kid myself, you know, happy, joyous, and free, happy, joyous, and free. And that doesn't mean that we're, you know, safe from everything else that we feel, you know, part of what I was telling a sponsee the other night, and by the way, I mean, like what I say, I'm like, good. Remember that Emily D <laughs> um, was, you know, we now all of us get to feel right. And there's none of this, like, you know, this particular person was talking about a guy in her life and she hadn't heard from him and she was having feelings about it. And it was just occurring to me, like, the goal is to not have, not, not have the feelings. Right. And we know all this, you guys say this too. It's just to feel them through and not hurt ourselves in the process. So the depression and anxiety that I was like deeply succumbed to earlier this year, which by the way, there's a sponsee on here who stuck with me through that. Thank you. Saved my life uh, in many ways. Um, that I had to feel through as a consequence of trying to kind of live my life in another way that didn't fit me. There's a lot of ways to work this program, to live this life, to stay abstinent. And I guess part of what I want to say, how much time I've got five minutes, I got five minutes, I got it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Leslie. Um, is to say, you know, this is a personal process that we're all going through together, hand in hand. And that's how OA taught me about love. Because my job is not to tell you what to do. Wouldn't that be great? Um, if I knew. A, and then could tell you, B. The only thing I know is if you're hurting, if I'm hurting, struggling, uh, in pain, the answer is more love and more support. 
Now, support doesn't mean, and it didn't for me, like loving me into my grave, you know, like doesn't mean that we don't tell the truth. My sponsor is a is is truly gifted at telling the truth with like some warmth wrapped around it. But like it's still the truth. So, you know, the answer for me hasn't been like take more away, get tighter, more rigidity, right? Less, 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 less. The answer for me has always been on the other side of the phone or in community with other people. And if I had to really say, you know, the bottom line for me and a vision for you is creating the fellowship we crave. I mean, I have, I'm an only child. I have sisters in this program. I have brothers in this program. Um, I have, you know, a lot of judgment about how I, how I live, you know, the choices that I've made. Are these good choices? It's not as clean as other people. It's not as prescriptive as other people. Like, will this make sense to everyone? What will people think of me? All of that, right? And that's what got me, I mean, nearly hospitalized was all of that judgment. And it wasn't until I learned, like, I can be, you know, both imperfect and connected to God, right? Both of these things can be true that I was like, wow, there's a lot of room here. This is a roomy, right? The broad highway. This is a roomy place, And I think for me, I just want it to be tight and rigid so that I know that I'm good. And I know that, you know, um, I'm not going to relapse. And I know, right, all these assurances, like, keep me safe, keep me tight. But that's not freedom. You know, freedom is like, if I fuck up, I'm going to be okay because people love me and God loves me. You know, so that's kind of, you know, the what I'd like to end with is just to say, like, you can't transmit something you haven't got. I do not have the answers. I will not be transmitting the answers, but I do have experience with deep and heavy emotions that nearly catapulted me into not the third dimension, but unfortunately the ultimate sacrifice. And I didn't, I didn't. And I was, I was, I was abstinent through the whole damn thing. And I think in order to feel the joy that I have access to now, I had to feel that pain. So if you're in pain, I just want you, hopefully, maybe to think about that being the seesaw. And on the other side of that seesaw, you're going to get something commensurate with the intensity of what you're going through right now. Um, And we got you. And I've been there. And you can call me. And um, I think with that, I'll pass for tonight. And thanks so much for listening and for being here. And I can't wait to hear from all of you, friends. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Emily D. That was beautiful. We got the goose pimples. Um, We will now open the meeting for three minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone and the Zoom hosts will call the raise hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up? And if the speakers ask a question, please allow for three minutes to answer. And um, okay, first we have Leslie. Oh no, sorry, Angela, please share. Hey everyone, I am Angela, gratefully recovered compulsive overeater and bulimic uh, tonight. 
so wonderful. Thank you for everybody who's doing service tonight. Um, thank you, thank you, Emily. Where are you? There you are. Um, I am so happy that I was here tonight to hear you speak. Um, I've been watching some of your travels, you know, um, and uh, witnessing, you know, uh, the joy that you're experiencing now. And uh, I just have to say, I, I, I related to so much that you said, um, you know, accessing those feelings, um, you know, this business of working with others, how rich it is, you know, and how different it is with each person. Um, I had the opportunity a couple of days ago to spend some time with a four-year-old and a six-year-old. And I have to tell you, it was, um, I so miss spending time with children. I have not had children either. Um, and uh, I just love being in the moment. I love that they're they're not worried about, you know, what's going to happen next week or what they did last year, you know, and it's just that awe, you know, um, and I just love, you know, what you said about, you know, working with others and um, not having it be such a tight and rigid uh, process. And that, uh, you know, it so much of, of what I heard is is how I sponsor now, you know, is with a, a you know, kind of loose gloves. Um, and uh, and I, I'm not the one with the answers, right? I, I can help guide them. I can bring them to the big book. Uh, yet it's not, you know, I only have my message, right? That that's all I have. I don't have anything more than that. Uh, and, you know, this idea of um, not, for me, I describe it as kind of being take, uh, taken as a hostage by my feelings. And the other day I had this intensity of feelings coming through my body and to not have them take me down the rabbit hole to not, um, to just feel it and let it move through my body. This is such a different way of living right now. You know, it is just, it, it, it is truly having access to joy when before, uh, you know, it, it was just medicating and uh, being as distant as possible from, from, from who I am really, you know? So anyway, thank you again, Emily, thank you. Thank you so much, Angela. And next we have Leslie. Hi, my name is Leslie and I, um, I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. And um, I loved you the first time I spoke to you and I love you more tonight. I swear to God, I swear to God. Um, my, uh, my, my the expanse of what I just witnessed, uh, it transported me and it made me have faith that life is about full circles and that there is spaciousness and grace in all of the relationships that are percolating in this room you know it's like we all have each other's back ultimately that's what we um do for each other and i have been uh blessed with just the most extru it just exquisite conversations 
with women in this room. And I'm so grateful to all of you um, that I'm on this path with. And those of you I haven't met, I, I hope to meet. So Emily, you are just a delight to listen to tonight for me. Thank you so much for letting me share. Thank you so much, Leslie. And next we have Sally. Oh my God, Emily. Wow, boom. You know, I have related so much with you. And the one thing I just have to say, I'm so thankful I found this meeting. I've been in OA since 1980. And this meeting feels like what OA used to be like way oh. back then to me. Safe, honest, um, you can uh, authentic. And I've needed that because um, when I got really serious about uh, my recovery about five years ago, I, I was really thankful for some meetings that I found, but as time has gone on, I've, what I hear sometimes is not very loving and kind. And I, I, that doesn't work for me. I'm, I'm really good at beating the shit out of myself. I don't need a sponsor or other people doing that to me. So hearing your authenticity and honestly speaking about what your experience has been, has been amazing. And, um, you know, talking about emotions. I mean, I, I can't temp step my way out of deep, deep grief and trauma. I just can't. I have to feel it. I have to walk through it. By the grace of God, the thought of eating is not even an option. It's walking through it, which feels crummy. But when I walk through it, I have the rainbow. The storm has passed and I have that rainbow. And I, number one, I, I trust God more. I see that God is working in my life bigger than I could ever imagine, which makes me want to just really, really surrender. And I have I have the seven step prayer on my wall and I walked by it the other day and, it, you know, when it said, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, the good and the bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. And my one of my biggest. Oh no, I think Sally got booted out. I don't see her square. Oh no, she's just muted. Oh, there she is. I'm gonna ask you to unmute, Sally. Sorry, I got booted. Don't so, worry. can you hear me? Okay, so, you know, the seven step prayer. Okay. Um, every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. This defect of character that I have is hating myself, thinking I'm working the program wrong, I'm stupid, I haven't lost enough weight, I gained a you know, goes on and on the noise in the head. And, and I realize it's like every single time I put myself down, God's saying, why are you talking about yourself that way? You're my child. And, you know, and that is, that was an aha that came up. And so I'm just being drawn more and more to the gentleness of this program and the love of this program. And that abstinence is a gift. 
I didn't do anything to deserve it. I had this window of opportunity and I grabbed on it, onto it, like my life was, I wasn't going to make it otherwise. And that's still my attitude. So anyway, I'll pass. That's all I have to say. And thank you, Emily. I look forward to talking to you. You're just a delight. Thank you so much, Sally. And next we have Nancy. Hi, Nancy P. Recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. Emily, awesome job. I didn't know you were 43. I thought you were like literally 25. I did think that. Um, go ahead and laugh, but you know. <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, this chapter is the jewel in the crown. The, the 12th step is the jewel in the crown. Everything that I had done prior to this prepared me for this and what does the 12th step say it says three things having had a spiritual awakening that's one carried uh, um, practice the principles and carried the message two and three and you know on that first page of working with others it talks about how um, you know to see loneliness vanish to have a watch a fellowship spring up around you we know you will not want to miss it and I used to think speak for yourself i am fine or why would i want to hang out with those people like i didn't i didn't think that i was of the group only around it you know and um and you know to top all that off i just was always conniving either you know to get food or you know to to sneak and hide and cheat and lie or to feel put upon that things weren't going my way and that everything was, um, you know, something that happened to me or I'd make things about myself. And, um, you know, unbelievably, I have changed. And I am tickled pink about that. And, and I truly have really changed because I have the data to prove it, like my own data, because I do my 11-step inventory 365 days a year. And it says, what could we have done better? Or, you know, what do we do today? And all that. And I list it all every day. And I say, you know, I can see. I can, you know, it's all rolled out right in front of me. And, um, you know, that was, I just got back from, since I recovered from my fourth trip to Europe and um, with my family. And um, I didn't bring any food with me. I didn't weigh and measure. I came back the same weight as when I left. My family, uh, you know, my husband and my, my son's done traveling with us, but my husband and I bought my daughter, you know, on vacation. They were allowed to do whatever they want always, but, you know, they want to get snacks. They want to have treats. You know, they want to go to the bakeries and patisseries and, and, you know, that stuff. And not only is it, I don't even think of that as not my food. It's sort of like it doesn't, ex it literally doesn't exist for me. None of it exists for me. None of that exists for me. And, um, you know, I'll wrap up by saying that, you know, my sponsor herself is not my friend. Like, I'm not friends with my sponsor. She's not my friend. But she is a kick-ass sponsor, and she knows the book inside out. And, um, you know, when I first started to sponsor, and I'll wrap up, when I first started to sponsor, all I could do was read the notes that I wrote. But over time, I sort of smoothed out the edges of that, and um, the message became my own. And so today I do have that fellowship that has sprung up around me, and I'm so glad I didn't miss it. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy. And uh, next we have Mia. Hi, thank you, Francesca. Um, 
Emily, you didn't tell me you were leading tonight. <laughs> like, what's up with that? So what a joy. Um, I love and I love you and I adore you. So, so thank you. It's so good to hear you. So good to see you. And I'm glad the, gla the gas leak is all resolved. <laughs> you know? um, wow, I'm really glad to be here tonight. Um, thank you, everybody, for your service. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm really in a place of like just kind of like I'm food neutral, I'm not obsessing, I'm grateful to be abstinent, and um, just in this kind of free flowing, like life, you know, just just free flowing, and um, you know, and and like you said, it, Emily, you know, I have lots of feelings, believe me, you know, and um, and sometimes they can just like really be a little overwhelming, but. I don't have to do this alone because I have, you know, conscious contact with the power greater than myself. And I have all of you guys. And the thing that's really interesting is before I got absent at this time, I went through a weekend of like kind of just hopeless, utter despair, um, binge eating, binge TVing, you know, Netflixing. And, and I had this moment of I'm alone. Nobody loves me. I mean, I was really in this dark self-pity place. And um, and then it switched, you know, God came in and it switched. And so instead of darkness, now there's lightness, you know, and um, and I realized, you know, like you're so full of shit, Mia. You know, there's easily 50 people you could pick up the phone and call, you know probably 150 people if you really did that, you know? Um, and you could just say, I'm fucked up, you know? Um, but I don't like to do that because it doesn't fit with my image of who I am, you know? And, um, but I'm learning, I'm learning. And, um, and I just, I haven't shared in a long time. Um, and I just wanted to share and I wanted to say, I'm so glad to see everybody here. So thank you and with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Mia. And we will now stop the recording for unrecorded shares.